What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Press for Time, a gaming age podcast. I am your host, Benny, and always with me, joined by Mr. Tyler. What's going on? How are you today, my brother? I'm doing wonderful, man. It's been a good day. been a good week. Can't complain. Very, very good to hear, man. So today, we're going to do things a little different. We are going to have kind of an introduction a little more than we did with the first uh, episode, which is kind of just who we are and stuff like that. I think it's important for the listeners to get to kind of know who we are. So today's episode is titled Getting to Know You. It's going to be focused on Tyler. So we want to you know, give you guys an idea of who we are as gamers, what we like, what we don't like, uh, what we do in our spare time, stuff like that. So that we can start asking you guys the same questions, because we definitely want to get to know you guys and know what you guys are into and stuff like that. So what better way to do that? Do it right, you know, in the beginning of the show and take it from there. How's that sound? I like it. I think it's a good way to a good way to jump into things and really get things moving. So Very cool. Well, I mean, the most important thing is, you know, we want to know if you like long walks on the beach and oh, yeah. sign and stuff like that, you know. Most definitely. The nitty gritty. <laughs> I'm a sucker for long walks on the beach. Who isn't, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, we can do basic stuff. I mean, for the most part, you know, I think we went through a lot of the personal stuff on the first episode. You know, pretty much what we do. And that was my cat. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll probably hear a lot of meows and squeaky doors. And we apologize for that. But, you know, it's it's life. So, move on. But, uh. I'd say let's talk about something that's been brought up on multiple shows so far, and it's your love and passion for Dark Souls and Bloodborne. <laughs> I do have, uh, some call it a sickness. Um, I call it a dedication to uh, the Souls series and uh, the other games that branch off from that, like Bloodborne and whatnot. But I have uh, kind of an obsession with doing everything in those games. I just got my platinum on Bloodborne two days ago. Yesterday? Yesterday. Congratulations uh, again. Two on days that. ago. That's something pretty, like that. Pretty epic. Yeah. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, but I've done it with uh, Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin, and Dark Souls 3 across uh, multiple platforms. So Insane. Getting to, getting to do the same thing on Bloodborne is really, really kind of closes that circle. And uh, with all the, the Bloodborne 2 hype that everyone's got for E3 this year. I wanted to be done with it prior to uh, Bloodborne 2's announcement. So. And what's cool about that is, um, just to piggyback on the whole Bloodborne 2 thing, you know, for those of you that also follow the Gaming Age Twitter, we decided to do kind of a little survey and uh, see what you guys would hope to see out of a couple of selections based on our last show. Bloodborne pretty much is uh, killing it. Everybody yeah. wants Bloodborne too, which is pretty awesome. Agreed. I mean, Agreed. What, what you, you really, other than the fact that it's a pipe dream, you know, do you really think that it's something that it might be the right time? Do you think we may have to wait longer for something like that? No, I think it would be the right time. If you look back at the way Dark Souls, the way From Software does their does their content, they always release like a definitive edition of a previous iteration before they announce a new project. Um, 
If you look back, very, very the Prepare true. to Die edition came out right before Dark Souls 2 was announced. Scholar of the First Sin came out right before Bloodborne was announced, I believe. Yeah, the Bloodborne Game of the Year edition was right before Dark Souls 3. Now we just had Dark Souls 3 Fire Fades edition. It's it's time for Bloodborne. And uh, if you look at some of the job postings that have been linked with FromSoft, they've had uh, designers for Dark fantasy rpg with creatures and blood and uh one of the things was uh, heavy background detail and stuff like that so they've had a lot of job postings that hint at either bloodborne 2 or a new project um that is going to be in the same vein which is I'm, I'm fine with i'm cool with whatever their new ip is i know they're working on three things one of which is a continuation of an existing ip one of which is a brand new ip and one of which is going back to the mech Armored Core Gundam type roots. Haven't seen those in quite a while. I would say what? Uh, get any on PS3? Yeah. Uh, Armored Core Five. Because it was pretty out. much PS2 most of the games, right? Yeah, I think I think Armored Core Five came out on PS3 because I worked at GameStop when that one came out. I already hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we kind of gone through that in the past uh, episode or two talking about that, but you know. It's funny how I would agree with that when you kind of remember certain game releases based on knowing if you worked there or not. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I knew this game came out. What was I doing? Oh, I was selling it. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll always remember the midnight launch for Skyrim, 11-11-11. Me too, um, man. Actually, I was I was a manager in uh, Thor out here for that with the big-ass uh, dragon statues. Yeah. Taking up all my uh, my little space in my back room. Yes. Um, and, then, and then they didn't sell, so they stayed there forever, <laughs> unfortunately. And they're actually one of the more valuable, rarer collector's editions. Yeah, one of the cooler ones. One of the ones that I'm missing. I wish I I would like to go back and oh, tell really? the younger me to spend the money to get one. Yeah, I've got okay. I've got a pretty extensive collection of collector's edition stuff now. Um, from back in, I've got the night vision goggles from Modern Warfare Two, uh, nice. all the way up to the Dark Souls statues. I paid the you have the crazy outrageous. one? No, I don't have the huge one. I've okay. been trying to get it, but I can't find them anywhere for less than half a grand, and that's a little too much for me. Um, it, it was pretty nice when I saw it in person. It was pretty. Oh, I believe it. I I am a bit jealous of that one too. I even got the crazy Dead Space Three uh, developers edition with the marker and all the other cool stuff that came with that. Do you remember that? Yeah. That one's Do you remember when uh, Dead Space 1 came out, when it wasn't even, nobody was, and they had a collector's on that, too? Yep. Well, it wasn't anything crazy, but... Pla- it was that little itty-bitty baby uh, plasma cutter, wasn't it? Was I that think Dead that Space was... I think that was Dead Space 2. Dead Space 1, I don't remember. It might have just been, like, a thicker packaging, maybe Steelbook. It had, hmm. like, a lithograph, kind of, like, I remember seeing it just online. I've never seen it in a store. It hmm. to show you, you know, when those sizes... You know, when they first come out, you never know if those collectors high rocket. Yeah, you never know if it's going to be worth a lot more. Stay kind of where it is. And a perfect example of that, going back to what we've been talking about, if you remember Demon Souls, the uh, collector's edition for that you know, wasn't anything too extravagant. It was the soundtrack, I think an art book, yeah. like a case. Two, three hundred dollars to buy that now. Yep. Insane. And that's opened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, here's a question back to you. Did you ever finish that game, and did you ever 
get all the uh, trophies on that one. I have I have beaten Demon Souls. Um, I do not have all the trophies. I don't even remember. I don't even recall trophies being a part of Demon Souls when I played. But when it I is played possible. It, I wasn't uh, I wasn't actively seeking that stuff out. Let me see. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm I'm just assuming. You know. But yeah, you're probably right because I remember oh, there no. was a. Says there are 38 trophies there, so I must have been. Yep, okay. I must have been earning, earning trophies, and there is a platinum for that. But no, I I do not believe I got all of the trophies in that. What you got homework to do? I I have. <laughs> I'll I will guarantee I guarantee you this: if they release a remaster, and oh. they fix the inventory system and bring it up to speed with everything else, I will definitely go back and. uh Beat that and get the platinum trophy. Want to laugh? I literally played that game before most people did. Loving the idea, loving the concept, kind of like Parisi loved Bloodborne and just couldn't get into it. I remember spending hours and hours trying to get over that goddamn bridge with the dragon. You want yep. to take a guess on how long it took me to get over that bridge? Oh, I, an extended period of time. Probably like four years. <laughs> Jesus. Because I just gave up on life and anything that had to do with that series. And that's kind of the reason I resented the franchise for a long time. I never thought that I would ever go back. But then Bloodborne came, changed my perspective. I built a little bit of confidence. You know, I started playing that game, getting further, and I eventually beat it. And I and then I decided, hey, you know what? Let me go back. And I beat, like, the first couple of bosses. I was overjoyed. But then just the, the whole fact that the game was level-based, you know, going back to that, I kind of, like, lost interest. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't, like, built the way the newer games were. So yeah. I never got past... I think I got to the second uh, section getting my ass kicked. So, yeah. I would love to go back to it, and I was hoping, believe it or not, at the last the last episode when you were doing your pipe dream that we would have brought up a potential. It was mentioned in the past, but yeah. then it just kind of faded away. So it leads I me to believe be... that it's possible that we can get both of those. Yeah. No, I agree. And that would be awesome. That would be almost too much good stuff for me to handle. Our yeah, I, are I actually didn't, yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't go back and play Demon's Souls because I was kind of like you. I got it when it originally came out for the exact same reasons. I was like, that looks really cool. That's right up my alley. I'm excited. I played it. It destroyed me. And I said, this, this sucks. I don't want to play this anymore. I'm done. Uh, so I put it back. I, I put it on the shelf. I didn't sell any games at that time. I kept everything. So I still have my original copy of Demon's Souls. But I kept it, but I never played it. And then uh, Dark Souls came out, and I was like, Jesus, another one? They're, <laughs> they're continuing? Who who on earth liked that first one enough to want to continue with another one? That's insane. But me being the glutton for punishment I am, and I worked at GameStop at the time, and saw everybody coming in and picking this game up, and I'm like, okay, maybe there's something to this. So I picked up a copy of Dark Souls, took it, it whooped me to death <laughs> again and i was like nope this isn't something that people actually play nobody actually beats these games this hey. is just something that everybody wants to everybody wants to say that they're cool and they own dark souls and it's the cool thing to like it's like being a hipster it's just like a, that weird that weird frog game that people 
play on YouTube. Don't yeah. even know what it's called. Yep. Awful. Like worst problem, worst game ever. And yep. hey, you know, I played that. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. But at the end, it's pretty rewarding, right? You got to say, yeah. like getting so, past some of those bosses. Oh, there's nothing. There's nothing like it in video games anywhere. I, it's honestly ruined me. Like <laughs> I think it has fundamentally changed how I play games. Um, because nothing gives me the same satisfaction that that beating a boss or learning to get through an area or figuring out a parry window on someone that's been destroying you or going through and winning five or six matches of PvP in a row. Um, I put Dark Souls down for about a year, and then one day I was bored. I was like, I am going to play this game, and I'm going to play it for real. Picked it up, spent about a month uh, getting good, as they say. And beat Dark Souls 1. And then I was sold. I was a believer from that point forward. I went back and played Demon Souls. And then played Dark Souls 2 when it came out. And that's really when I, I hit my stride. And started really going after it. Dark Souls 2 was the first one that I got all the achievements for. And then I went back to Dark Souls 1 after that. So Awesome. And for me it's weird because I went backwards. I literally yeah. started with Bloodborne. Finished it, but I need more in my life. You know, and obviously, I had to get your muscle memory because Bloodborne is, plays very differently, obviously, than the Dark Soul game. Oh, yeah. So, especially I'm like, too. right. I was like, oh, wait, I can have a sword and a shield, and I don't have to just kind of dodge after everything. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. So, I basically went back to Dollar of the First Sin, and then from there, I actually went. To Dark Souls One, so I played them all backwards, which usually most people won't do because, you know, graphics, gameplay, mechanics—it's yep. all like you know you go back and you have the hiccups. But I ended up doing it, and I don't regret it. No. Like I, I would want to go back eventually and you know, finish Demon Souls, but who knows? I believe it or not, I think with Scholar, there was one DLC area that I did not finish, and it was boss battle that was like four normal people and you just walk in and just get your ass <laughs> I don't know if you remember that yeah. um, I think it was like um, you were in a cavern kind of area and it was just like a night and it was this person the guy huge guy with a hammer Dude, the DLC for uh, Dark Souls 2 is some of has some of the hardest bosses in the franchise absolutely no doubt the fume knight Sir Alone oh my god some of those dudes, and I was good by the time I got to those DLC bosses, and they mopped the floor with me for a while. I don't feel so bad now. Mm -mm. I mean, yeah, I no. knew. I mean, look, I knew I was getting by for the most part. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm good enough to get the get through the gist of this. But like when it came to you know, everybody playing competitive, and you know, if I needed help, people get pissed off because they're like, "Why are you calling me for help? You could beat this guy by yourself." And I'm like, "No, clearly." <laughs> Clearly, I can't because I've been here for a weekend. Right. But, you know, I that's one thing I thought was a great experience, too, when you did get to play with some people, you know, and you got, like, those good couple people to play with. Yeah. Out of it. It definitely makes it more fun. All right. So I would say before we maybe jump on the next topic, let's talk in current because you are currently reviewing a game. I am. That's in, that's in the vein of this uh, this franchise. Yeah. So 
obviously we won't go into too much detail because we want to make sure everybody reads your review, but let's talk a little bit about the surge. Yeah. Um, so, so the biggest thing that I'm going to focus on, cause I'm already, I've already have the framework for the review drawn up. I'm hoping to have it done tomorrow. Uh, we'll see how work goes and everything else, but I'm hoping to have that finished up by tomorrow so we can have it live for this weekend. But cool. my favorite things about the surge are the parts where they're not trying to be a souls game. I can um, agree that a hundred percent with that. Yeah. I, I really like the areas that they differentiate themselves and they stand up and say, Hey, listen, yes, we accept that we're taking some cues from, from software. We're taking some, taking some hints and some cues from the souls games. Uh, but here is, here's us. Here's our idea. Here's, here's our original take on this and here's how we're making it different. Now, here's a question for you. Did you play Lords of the Fallen? I did. Enjoy it. Because uh, that's, that's a big component when it comes to, you know, the developer of this game. Because yeah. Because you have a game that I would say essentially did almost everything that Dark Souls tried to, you know, did to do it, but they tried and they, they failed in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I was it, not a huge fan of Lords of the Fallen, to be honest. So, I mean, would you say it's like a big surprise to see such a, an improvement in a game like that? You know, yeah. and, and I would say Lords of Fall isn't that old. Maybe three years old? Four years? Yeah. Tops? Maybe, yeah, three. I think three. Um, Yeah, no, it, it is a surprise. Um, And I think, again, what sets this one apart is Lords of the Fallen tried to be a Dark Souls clone. It was the dark fantasy RPG type. This right. goes forward. It's sci-fi. It plays different. Your inventory is totally different. They, again, instead of trying to make it like Dark Souls Light, they decided, hey, I want we're we're gonna make a totally different game, but it's also gonna have elements that made Dark Souls so successful. That makes sense. I mean, for me, I love that we're getting that whole new theme, mimicking that that gothic architecture and you know that medieval presence so we kind of get almost like alien you know like the yellow mech suit from mm-hmm. it's like it's the loader and it's fluid the gameplay is really Very. smooth i would say mm-hmm. and it looks um, real good on pc and i was gonna say for i i'm playing it on ps4 and on the pro and one of the best games is for pro uh improvement yeah uh, 60 frames 4k HDR, with smooth, smooth experience. Good but, stuff, um, How far are you? Would you now going into too much detail? Obviously, no spoiler uh, territory. Like, how I'm, many, would you say section three, four? Yeah, three. Okay. I'm still in two. I kind of, I kept, like, stirring about trying to find the shortcuts. Yeah. And I, and I was almost not making it numerous times. Yep. Nightmare. Yeah, they kind of start, the areas start blending together. As you get a little further on, they're not quite so well divided. Right, um, and I would say that the, the one downside is the, the visuals, they kind of look alike too, so everything yes. like repeats itself. Yep. And, th- and that air, that second area specifically, I kept walking around, I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'm, in, I'm ending up in the same place. Uh-huh. You know, and you can't tell that unless you know where the enemies are and, you know, the little NPCs that are there. But for the most part, you know, a really long time to find the right path. Yeah. Don't really hold your hand, which is good and bad, you know, because at least 
even a little bit of perspective of where you need to go, it helps. Oh, yeah. But you got nothing for the most part. You know, you get the hologram that kind of tells you where you got to go, and hey, you're on your own. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to your full review, so we'll make sure to link that, you know, if they coincide. If Absolutely. not, you know, we'll make sure we'll promote it and everything regardless. But um, let's pick another topic. Like, what would you like to talk about? This is this is your show. And he wants um, to talk about nothing. Silence. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, no. No, sorry. My, my wife just walked down and was, was pointing at me. Um, it, it's funny because my wife was just in here staring at me. <laughs> How funny is that? Yep. She's just like looking at me like, I guess she's got like all this stuff on the on the table and i'm sorry i'm like walking away from the mic because i'm like mimicking the, the <laughs> interaction her. that just happened yep. you know like i had to turn my head like what do you want <laughs> that's how it works man of course that's how it works no um i want to take a brief brief moment just to touch on the big uh the big event that happened today cool. so we've got we've got destiny 2 destiny 2 gameplay has been shown and uh i'll tell you what i as a lapsed Destiny 1 player, I am very excited to see where things end up with Destiny 2. Okay, well, I got something you need to do for me. You kind of need to fill me in, unfortunately, because I had a really busy day at work, and uh, Jim kept asking if, uh, if I got to check it, if I was watching the feed. I didn't get to see anything. So I'm kind of out out there missing out on... This whole reveal. I'm not a big Destiny <laughs> guy, but I was excited because I know that they were, you know, people were hoping that a lot of stuff that didn't make it into the first would hopefully make it this way. So, do we see some of that? You know, do you feel like this is going to be a better representation of what one should have been? I think that's exactly what it's going to be. I think this, I think Destiny 2 is going to be what everybody hoped for from Destiny 1. Right. Um, it looks like not only did the development team listen to everybody's concerns with the first one, they capitalized on every single opportunity they were given. Got and it. it looks like it's going to be, and to, I mean, all you need to tell me is 4K on PC, and I'm I'm happy because <laughs> Destiny One was not available. Right, right. So, um, my only complaint, and this is just me being finicky, is that it has to go through Battle.net. Because I Activision did Blizzard, yeah, right. Um, that's kind of a pain. That's really not a great launcher. Um, you would think with World of Warcraft, they would actually put a little more work into their launcher in that system. But I mean, at but the end of the a, day, but it's not a deal breaker. No, most definitely not. Would I like to have it on Steam instead? Yes. Um, but is that a requirement? No. I'm, I'll, I'll get over it. But. Now, That's was there right. any was there any talk for? I mean, I doubt it because we don't have anything on the hardware, but anything Scorpio. Uh, I did not see anything, but I also did not watch the entire stream. I caught the highlights and the bits and pieces. I watched the actual gameplay reveal, but I did not watch their whole press conference because it, okay. it was too long, and I had the of same course. thing. I was at work today, and it was nuts. But um, they did not say anything, to my knowledge about Scorpio or PS4 Pro, but it would be my assumption that it's going to be supported on both of those platforms. Right, and they'll probably wait till E3. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, we finally have a really solid game that's going to be coming out sooner than later, because something I did want to touch on was 
Have you noticed how dry the next couple of months are when it comes to games? Oh yeah. Not usually this dry. No. And 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 the fact that there's so many games out there that we know exist, you know, and many were promised for 2017. Same time, no dates. And I'm gonna bring up one of your favorite games as a perfect example, Cuphead. Yeah. Cuphead has been in limbo for how many years now? Uh, more than I can count. I, right. I don't know. It's been it's been out there. I have been seeing Cuphead since I started paying attention to stuff. Right. I mean, a and long time. It's crazy time. because you think about a game like that. I mean, granted, the art is amazing. The style is is it's drawn. So I mean, I know that's gonna take time, but it seems like they were so far in the production and they had so much that was playable and then go from that to nothing. Wait, I don't think we've heard anything in like a year, maybe. Yeah. Maybe more? Uh it was it was at E three last year. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I apologize it. for the cereal in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> I no can't worries. help myself but laugh because it's like she doesn't realize that I hear it and I'm just hearing Yep. But it, it's, it's something we'll all get used to. It's all good. Oh yeah. But um, let's see. Uh, what else with uh, Destiny? Destiny. Nothing uh, else. I mean, did they show gameplay? Did oh we... yeah, they did. It all right. Looks fantastic. Okay. It still looks like Destiny, uh, okay. but just polished. You think Cleaner. you're gonna get your your hub? You know where you used to go and. I mean, I played it in the beginning, I did the beta, and then, like, I got to pretty much where the point where you were able to get the light armor, and I just gave up. I was just like, okay. I'm not getting any drops, I'm not playing this anymore. So Yep. So drops but, are going to be more frequent and intuitive without being a pain. Right. Um, so it's going to be, it's gonna be more, uh, more fluid, it seems okay. like. Okay. And a lot more, a lot more uh, organic, as opposed to, okay, you go do this thing at this time in this place and you get this specific item that everybody else has. It's going to be, hey, you complete this raid and you're going to get one of nine things and you don't know which thing you're going to get. That's so annoying, really. But, again, I'm, I'm a nitpicker when it comes to that type of stuff because I don't play games that are, are like heavily reliant on drops. Yeah. With the exception of but With the exception of which one? The soul games and everything. I was, yeah. I was kind of muttering under my mouth because it's like, it's important in those games, but I feel like if I was to have like a real discussion with you about the loot that I have, I'd probably have all the trash. And, and, it's, <laughs> and it's good enough for me. I'm like, hey, I'm getting through the game. And it's like, oh, you don't have this sword. You don't have that weapon. <laughs> no, I didn't go out of my way. You know, I didn't grind and beat a boss 11 times in Dark Souls 2. <laughs> So I know that the, I know that there's a big appreciation, especially for like the exotics and stuff like that. So yep. that's that's the one thing I I believe that you know we'll we're always differentiate on, but I think it's cool to have that that balance between you know loving that type of stuff and me not caring for it. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'll probably play it. Obviously, I think that when it comes out, you know, um, from what I hear, your character carries over. Yeah. Kind of cool. Which won't help me at all because Destiny just, 1 wasn't on PC, but... Right, and I was going to say it probably won't help me because I was, like, light level 1. Yeah. So, I think when you, if you bought the DLC, they boosted you to, like, 
whatever max level, like 40 or something. So I feel like I'd be better off just buying the game, playing it for 10 minutes, and I'd have a higher level. Yeah. But, alright, that's fine. So, do we have any other uh, gaming news this week other than Destiny? I mean, that was a big deal. Get there yeah, Destiny, the was, Destiny was pretty huge. Um, South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Oh, got, hell yeah. Uh, an official release date, October 15th. 15th or 17th, one of those. Uh, I think it, I think it was... Uh, you might be right. Yeah. If we're wrong, 10, we apologize. 10, 15, 17. 10, 15, there you go. 17. That's You're it. good. You're good. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I so mean, I. I, w- I was really bummed if we were going to get a 20, you know, 18 release. So, but. I've got an interesting, an interesting question for you. And this is, it's going to sound like I'm breaking my own rules for a second. But I'm not. We're not gonna. Uh, we're we're uh, not gonna. Dis- yeah, I know. We're not gonna discuss politics or anything like that because this oh, is a game show don't. and a fun show and a happy show. Um, but do you think that the election is what caused the delay for the game, just like it did with the episodes that they did at the end of this uh, last season? Now that you say it, I I can I can agree with that. It makes sense. I never really thought about that, but yep. Yeah, I was I was talking to a buddy of mine today about it actually, and that he brought that up. And said, you know, I wonder if I wonder if this is why the game was delayed, and now they've got a release date because they they adjusted their content. And now they've got everything set up, right? Um, because I mean, they had that whole they had the episode written, filmed, animated, and ready to air, uh, the the first gentleman, and then right. the election went the other way, and they said, oh, well, I guess back we to the drawing board. Yeah, <laughs> we have to start all over. Which is, yeah, I mean, think about the way that they, you know, for those that aren't familiar with the way they do their show is a lot of times they're writing that till the day before or sometimes the day of the, yeah. the show is supposed to air. So they're usually like really tight on pressure with that. And they did they did a pretty good job with Obama. If you remember, they did. Yeah. They had the speech the and everything Obama ready. Thing. Yep. Crazy. But um. Yeah, the big surprise is that they didn't want to, they didn't even really want to go that route. They were like, you know, it's not funny when it's happening in real life. So right. That's kind of why, like, they stopped touching on the t- on the subject as well. So, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think that coming out is, is, is awesome. You know, is it going to have less of that? Yeah, probably. But if you think about the content of the game, it doesn't necessarily fit that anyway. You know, it's the superhero uh, arc of the com- of the uh, of the show, so to put other stuff in there, realistically, yeah. But I'm I'm really excited. I mean, would you like them to consider releasing uh, the Nauseous Rift? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, as much as that's a true glutton for punishment when you like have an interest in trying something like that. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to try it, as awful as it sounds. Yeah. Imagine they uh they decide to put it out. No, they wishful that they, there's a pipe dream right there. <laughs> E3 announcement, you know, Ultra Collector's Edition, yeah, hundred five hundred bucks. That I'd would be it. awesome. I'd buy it. I'd buy it, and I'd get a divorce probably. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. <laughs> you and me Rift. both, man. <laughs> We would have smell a vision. Think yeah. about that for a second. What's more important? No, never mind. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's not go there. Nope. <laughs> Leave that one where it is. Yep. That sleeping dog lie. 
pretty much. Cool. I mean, I think we hit some good some good bullet points on there. Is there anything you'd like anything else you'd like to discuss? No, I think that that about does it for uh for this week, man. I mean, again, you know, we're we're not doing additional podcasts here. You know, we are as we always say, two part-time dudes that are just, you know, really passionate about games and want to talk about it our way. And, you know, we want to have fun while doing it. The show will get better as we go on. We're going to have our technical hiccups. We appreciate you guys understanding that. And, you know, again, give us that feedback. Let us know what you like and what you don't like. If you have ideas of guests you'd like to see on the show, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, to email us pressed for the number four time at gaming.com really important that we get that feedback so we can create different content and uh you know you might give us an idea we've had no idea about and it could be like one of the best things or it could be the worst idea and guess what if it's the worst idea we're calling you out on the show yep <laughs> totally absolutely but um yeah i think for me that's that's pretty much what i have to say um, I would say in the next, I'm going to say maybe three weeks, we'll probably have our first guest uh, scheduled to come on, probably closer to E3, I'd say maybe after, because busy time for the industry, everybody's busy, some people are going to be there, some aren't, so we'll work that out, but uh, next week, we're going to do this kind of show again, but uh, Tyler will ask me stuff, so you can learn a little bit about me, and then I'm thinking the week after, we will get uh, Parisi back on here. We'll talk a little more E3 again as we get closer and see if anything else has been announced. Yep, we should start having those solid solid leaks coming out here shortly and uh, stuff getting confirmed. And see if we have any opportunities set. to say told you so or womp womp. Yeah. Because if you think about it, one of them, I won't even bring it up because we'll save it, but something that we spoke about kind of got confirmed that it wasn't happening. So we got one prediction that essentially is not happening, but yeah. we'll touch up on that in a couple of weeks. Definitely. But uh, you have anything else? Uh, no, just the the standard plugs. You already threw the email out there. Um, just you know, keep yourselves on gamingage.com. Come check it out for previews, reviews, events. I know we had our coverage of Destiny up uh, right in line with everybody else out there. Um, so that's 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 good stuff. Um, trying to get that that content out as soon as possible. Um, so stay there, keep the site, keep the lights on for us, you know, come visit, come check things out. Um, keep listening to the podcast. Like I said, we'll, we'll be doing these every week so you can get it on Google play you can get it on iTunes. You can get it on podcast Republic on Podomatic, anywhere you can get podcasts, pretty much you can get it. Um, you can check us out on Twitter. So on Twitter, we've got gaming age has its own Twitter. And then we have one for just this podcast, which Benny helped me out. Is uh, GA underscore. Rest for time. That's right. That's right. And then I don't know if you want to put throw your own personal one out there, Benny, or not. Yeah, sure. Uh, mine is it's Benny Rose. I T S B Y R O S E. And Tyler? I am I am that games guy, spelled just like it sounds. Um, follow us on there. Uh, we tend to talk about stuff. We promote the podcast. We will start taking questions once we have people following and writing in and whatnot like that. We'll start taking questions, you know, the night of, like, hey, podcast is going to get recorded in two hours. What are your questions? And we'll have you guys send stuff in and try to do some 
some more polls. I like the polls that you did the other day, Benny. Um, we'll try you. to do some more stuff like that. Get, just It's all about community involvement and getting you guys involved with the project along with us. So um, we'll try, cool. to, try to keep pushing stuff like that out. So in the meantime, just, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy what we got. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, we appreciate every person that takes the time to listen. And uh, also, just a little side note, as we build up this community, you know, we want to make sure that we make it interesting for you. So, you know, every once in a while, we'll end up having some maybe some extra codes. Maybe we'll get some swag from a show. We'd like to give some stuff away. So let's let's give let's get that opportunity to be able to give back to you guys. So the more followers we get, the more subscribers we get, the more opportunities we have to give you. So, you know, if you like what you hear, share it. Tell your friends. Tell your mama. Tell your, your dad. You know, tell everybody. Yep. We, we want to make sure that if you're a gamer, you're checking us out and you hear it, and uh, we spread the word. Pretty much it. Yeah. I think that'll that'll close us out this week. This has been Crest for Time, a Gaming Age podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care and have fun, guys.